0: Hey there, and welcome to this bonus episode of It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. I'm your host, Anna Dearman Cornick and I am super excited to share a sneak peek of my interview with Hustle Humbly podcast hosts, Alyssa Jenkins and Katie Caldwell. Yep, I'm on the other side of the interview this time. Alyssa and Katie are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge, Louisiana market. Their podcast, Hustle Humbly, deep dives into conversations and interviews about mindset and best practices with stories of encouragement mixed in. The goal of the Hustle Humbly podcast is to reach out and encourage realtors and business people alike to stop comparing themselves and start embracing their own strengths. Of course, we chatted about time management and how to spend time on what matters most while navigating family, flexibility, fulfilling careers, and full schedules. If you like what you hear, head over to Hustle Humbly and check out episode 22 for the whole conversation. Okay, Anna, so your podcast just, now we're recording this obviously early, but your podcast just started. Yes. It came out with five episodes initially. I listened to several of them. They all had amazing topics. Mm -hmm. And I think the one that really stuck out to me that would be most useful for realtors off the get-go, because everything you said was useful, but the weekly planning session. You know, realtors know their weeks are all different, Mm -hmm. but I would love to hear your take on how to implement that into a career or a business that is not so structured on time, like every week is different. Where, How would you use that? Sure. And before I dig into weekly planning sessions and what they can look like and how they can specifically be used by you guys that have more flexible schedules, let me tell you a little bit about the podcast. Oh, please do. So It's About Time is a podcast about work, life, and balance. And you might have noticed that it's not about work-life balance because I'm not entirely sure that that's a Thing. It's not. Uh, yeah, right. it's more of a juggling tightrope walk of spinning plates, and I, I don't want to, I don't know, push a narrative that there's this level of balance that we all should be Mm -hmm. uh, aspiring to achieve. And that really balances more of a feeling. Yeah, And it's, it's a feeling that's different for everyone. And you may not know a precise recipe for how to achieve work like that work life balance in your life, but you know, when you feel out of whack Yeah, Mm -hmm. and you know, when something's got to give and something's got to change. And you know, when I look at you know, our lives, when I look at the hustle and bustle of work and family, when it comes down to it, the most important non-renewable resource in our life is time. And our how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. And mm-hmm. when it comes down to it, it's all about time. And so that's where the name of the podcast came from. It's about time, because literally that's it's everything. And I I really have found that with out a plan, you're kind of lost. Yeah. You know, you're you're kind of like a, a rudderless sailboat, just kind of floating. Yeah. <laughs> Life is just happening to you. Exactly. And next thing you know, all this time has passed yeah. and you haven't done anything. What did you do with it? And so a weekly planning session, which I talk about in episode four, is one of my top recommendations, which is why I thought it was so important to include right off the bat an episode about A weekly planning session, what it is, and how you can create one yourself. So, to give you an overview, a weekly planning session is a time during your week that you stop and you make a bunch of decisions at once. And it can look different for everyone. Uh, For me, and what I typically recommend is that you take a moment to stop to look at your calendar Mm -hmm. for the week ahead to identify any tough spots in your week, to do meal planning, to do a grocery order, to identify any um, childcare that you might need if you have kids. And then just, like I said, to sit and make a bunch of decisions at once Mm -hmm. rather than scattered out across the week. Because Mm. the last time that you want to make a decision about what's for dinner is when it's 6.45 and everyone's cranky and hungry. Your weekly planning session is the perfect time to get that done. Mm -hmm. And it's especially helpful for folks like you who have more flexible schedules. You know, you, you don't exactly have the same set, you know, report to an office, commute there, commute back nine to five behind a desk. And having that time to really sit and to reflect and to picture what the next week is going to look like will help you step into that week already having identified the worst case scenario, already having solved problems, and you're much more calm and capable. Okay, y'all. So I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done but sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. In my new quiz, which you can take for free at com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but Because you've already thought through how mm-hmm. your week can go.
1: That's amazing. I feel like so many people want perfect. Right. They want work life balance they want it to look a certain way they want to have the least amount of stress but they're stressing themselves yeah. out trying to achieve less right. stress right. and then they think like it's supposed to look a certain way uh-uh. and then in our industry it never looks that way no, no matter how hard we try it just yeah. doesn't look that way no and then it's nice because you you said you know we are flexible but that doesn't mean um easygoing and just like right. all the time in the world flexible means things can be moved around mm-hmm. but i think sometimes take flexible to mean like oh you're realtors you make your own schedule yeah. <laughs> and you know and it's like clients are demanding yeah. and if you have a lot of clients at one time your flexibility is limited to their demands yes and so how can you how can you have a set schedule? So when it doesn't go perfect, like mm-hmm. say that you look at your week and you make these decisions. And then as the days pass, the decisions have to change. Like how do you get through the change without just beating yourself up yeah, and letting for it, it all fall apart Yeah, so, yeah and losing everything. You made
0: your, you had your weekly planning session, you made your perfect plan and you're so excited about the week. And then everything starts flexing in your flexible schedule. Yeah. So I love this question. And one thing that you sort of brought up is that sometimes having flexibility is even more difficult than having a structured work schedule Mm -hmm. because it's all up to you. Yeah. You're the person who is in charge of wrangling yourself. Mm -hmm. And having that level of autonomy can be really tough for some people. And then (laughs) when everything goes off the rails- Yeah. Yeah that's when it's so critical to know your priorities. Okay. And to be crystal clear about who you are and what you're working toward. Because whenever you reach that point on Wednesday, when everything is just blown up and you know that, you know, the rest of your week is going to look crazy, you have to be able to know quickly, okay, these are the things that are most important to me. If I have to cut, If I have to cut 75% of my my to-do list for this week, Mm -hmm. what are those remaining most important things? Mm -hmm. And those have to be driven by your goals and your priorities, which makes setting goals even more important. And then the second piece is to have a reset ritual. Oh. So um, I think it was Alyssa... Did you say in an early episode that sometimes when everything just feels crazy, that you get in the car and drive? I know where she's going yes, with this. My bridge. She's the bridge driver. Yeah. I drive over the bridge. A bridge over the bridge driver. Yes. So, you guys are gonna have if you haven't it's my listened, reset tool. Yes. If you haven't listened to the episode, it, it's the mindset episode. Yeah, episode it's number three. Yeah. Episode three, where you talk about how when things feel crazy, you get in your car and you drive. You drive across the Baton Rouge Bridge, and sometimes you get off at. Uh, Lobdale or Port yeah. Allen, and sometimes right. you go all the way to Lafayette. Yeah. Now we, we all might not have enough available time to <laughs> to make a drive to Lafayette and back, but having a reset ritual, having something physical that mm-hmm. you can do to reorient your mental mindset is so key, uh, and that could be. It's so funny. I think the one of the first times that I made this recommendation, I was talking with a physical therapist. And a lot of how her day goes is based on how other people in her practice um, manage their time. Right. Okay. And she realized as we were talking that her reset ritual is to go in the supply closet, close the door, and just take a few deep breaths. Oh, so maybe, maybe it's not going for a drive. Maybe for you, it's shutting yourself in a closet and taking a few deep breaths. Maybe it's listening to a pump-up song. Uh, do you remember Veronica Corningstone in *Anger Man? Oh, yes. How <laughs> she <shoot up>. power, <laughs> power. Uh, so good, yeah. So, up. What do, yeah. Do? Right? what do you need to do? What do you need to do?
1: Well, I wanted to ask, I like that you brought up the reset ritual because in one of your episodes you talk about your startup ritual yeah, and your oh, wind-down yes. ritual. Oh, and yeah, I yeah. thought – like it was the perfect analogy that you used about taking off the jacket, putting on the cardigan. Mr. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Rogers. And just like, you know, it's a physical thing mm-hmm. that mints symbolizes what's going on mentally. Right. Talk about that a little bit.
0: Sure. So uh, in episode five, I talk about a few different ways that you can add more structure to your work day. And it really goes beyond work too. But one of those recommendations is to, Create a startup and a shutdown routine. Mm -hmm. So these are basically two routines that serve as the bookends of your day. The startup routine is a series of steps that you take that get you into the right mindset to start working. And on the opposite end, your wind down or your shutdown routine are the steps that you take that help move your mindset from work brain to not work brain. So Mm -hmm. you can be present with your family or your friends or your non-work activities. So you don't continue to mull over and think about things like computer tabs, like refreshing over Mm -hmm. and over again. Okay. That's your sneak peek. If you want to hear the rest of the conversation with Katie and Alyssa, head over to hustle humbly. And I'm super excited to have both Katie and Alyssa on It's About Time in early February. So stay tuned.